Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of Hacker Public Radio. Today, I want to introduce you to a package called AptMove. AptMove is a package for people who use Debian packages on their system, so that's Debian or Debian-derived distributions. And what AptMove does is AptMove creates a local Debian package mirror of all the programs that you have installed on your system. So why would you want to do this, you might ask? Well, the reason you would want to do this was because with AptMove, you can create a local repository of a customized system. In other words, if you install packages X, Y, and Z, and of course their dependencies would be automatically installed, you can use AptMove Sync, which is one of the subcommands of AptMove, to create a directory which has all the packages you've installed, all the dependencies. What you will do is we can create a directory that has a file hierarchy tree of all the packages you've installed and all the dependencies, as well as the proper and appropriate release file, which, when installing other systems, you can simply copy with any method you like to copy files with, so that on that second system, you can clone your system without bothering to access a Debian repository over the Internet. So this tool would be really good for people who have to maintain multiple computers and would want to have an identical or near-identical setup on over several computers. The main computer that you would connect to, to a standard Debian repository over the Internet would serve as a template, and you would install a superset of packages on that machine. Then you would use the tool to create a, a, a copy of the repository, and then you can say, copy that repository to a USB drive, copy that repository to a compact disk, and then when you install other systems, you install that repository, and you point apt get to, to that instead of a repository over the Internet. Then when you install, you don't have to putz around with accessing a repository over the Internet. It goes at the standard speed of reading files off of a hard disk much better means you only have to access the repository from one machine once for all the machines that you use configuration is easy what you do is you first create a directory where you're going to be keeping this stuff i like to use create a directory in my root directory called slash debs and then within that slash debs directory i like to create another directory called the name of the distribution i mean the name of the current stable version of debian i may be using so for me, it's slash deb slash Lenny. Now, I suppose if you use Ubuntu, it would be one of the Ubuntu names like slash deb slash feisty fawn or dap or whatever, or whatever they use, whatever the current one you happen to be using is. The beautiful thing about having this locally in this way is that when you upgrade to another version, you can just change a few configuration files, create a whole new distribution, and you'll have all the files there. If at any point in time in the future you need to access a program that you've used in the past and is no longer being used on your distribution, you'll be able to go back to the deb you need and all its dependencies and enhance your ability to recover data written under that application. And I think that's invaluable. As a matter of fact, perhaps some of you remember that I did an episode on a backup program called Faux Backup, Friedrichsburg um, Austria University Backup that creates a directory for every date that it backs up, backs up not to abuse the size of the file system. Well, if you apply um, a backup program that can keep versions like that for every day, it backs up. 
to this directory, you will have a snapshot in time of every single date you've used the computer with, what the repository would look like then. And you could actually set up a retro box in the future and if you needed to, if the need existed. So the first step, I would say, would be to create the directory you're going to put this in. The second step should go without saying, but I'm going to break it down for you, is to do an apt-get install apt-move. All right, that will install the package. Now, what you do, the first step before you do anything else, is you log in as root, or sun, or sudoin, to nanu, or whatever your text editor may be, and edit the configuration file for apt-move. Because you don't want to want something like this to not be configured to match your local system. So the configuration file is located on, in your etsy directory, so it would be sl slash etsy slash et apt-move.conf. And you're going to find a, a highly annotated and, and well commented out configuration file. Um, the things you have to make sure you do is this one called apt sites. And the comment reads, the sites in Etsy apt sources.list that you wish to mirror. I set this to all. So if I add a repository to my sources.list in my apt configuration, it automatically mirrors the packages from that area into my local mirror repository. So what this means in, in, as a real-life example is I happen to use the Debian multimedia repository so I can get all kinds of unusual codecs and have full multimedia and um, full access to multimedia applications regardless of codec. Uh, makes my system a lot more compatible with things like YouTube and stuff like that. So, and it is an unofficial Debian repository, one of the many. However, it is run by an active Debian maintainer who's well, well entrusted in the Debian community. So, now I have one repository that includes mainstream packages, the official packages, as well as the things that this fellow puts into the multimedia repository that merges them into one seamless, unified Debian repository that I can use for other machines if I need be. Then there's a local a local dir variable. Like I said, I sub slash deb slash Lenny. Um, so you would set this up to be whatever you set up your directory to be if you want to change that. That would be fine. And the other thing you may want to check off is there is a option to delete obsolete packages from your local mirror. I like to set that to no because I want to retain the maximum amount of devs in this mirror possible. So I don't want automatically deleting, so I set this to be no. That, in short, is the kind of configuration changes you have to make for apt-move itself. The only other thing is since we're, we're going to be synchronizing um, against another mirror that we want to do is we need to tell apt-get what we're doing. And the way we do this is we change the, we add a first, a new first line to the Etsy apt sources.list file. And what we're going to do is we're going to add our newly generated apt-move repository back into our sources.list for apt-get. And to do this, all you have to do is create a file uniform URI as your first line that points to it. So if you've never opened up the sources.list under slash etsy slash apt before, you would see that there's a bunch of lines and they kind of look like this. They say deb space then there's HTTP colon slash slash, and then there's, you know, like minus so-and-so dot edu slash Debian slash, which is a URL over the internet to a Debian repository. And then there's a space, there's a, the name of the stable branch, in my case, Lenny. Then there's another space, and then there's all my sub-repositories. For me, it's main space contrib space non-free. 
So to do this for your local file, you really only have to change that HTTP colon slash slash to a file colon slash. So in the example I'm giving you, you add a line to your first line that says dab space file colon slash deb slash lenny. That's the directory that aptmove is going to use. Then it's space stable, because that's what I'm calling it, the stable distribution, space main space contrib space non-free. And then all you have to do is, is initialize the, the, that directory by doing an app-move space get, and that'll generate the master files from your, from your local cache of things that you downloaded last, the last time you used apt get. Then you type in apt-move space sync. And then what apt-move will do is we'll copy all the things that are lying around your local cache of deb, Debian files, the debs, the software files, and move that to this, and copy that to this new directory. Then it'll look at what you have installed on your local system that you don't have in your cache. And it'll contact your mirrors over the internet and make fresh copies, fresh downloads of those Debian packages and move those into the directory you have created. And then it's done with those two steps. It will examine its directory and build a fresh sources file, and that will make it, that will create in total a Debian repository. And then the next time you do apt-get update, apt-get upgrade, those files are going to be included in this. Then, when you set up a new system, you would do a similar situation, only you would copy all the files from, let's say, let's say you're using a USB drive into that directory. And then you could comment out all the Debian repositories over the internet. You would do on the new system, apt-get update, apt-get upgrade, and your new system would have all the debs and only the debs available to you that you've used on your master system. And then you can clone your new system that way. So it's something to check out. It might take you an evening or two to get going, get up to speed on it, but I can highly recommend to you. I hope you've enjoyed this short episode of Hacker Public Radio, and I'll be seeing you around. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.